The history of the Oyo Empire is one peppered with tales of war, bloodshed, and needless violence. No one fits this description more than a single man. The mere mention of his name made kings quake in their boots. He was said to be able to transform into any beast he wanted. His strategic mind was said to have secured the Oyo Empire for many years. A man whose power was said to rival that of the Orishas. Join me as we explore the terror known as Bashan Ungar. Gar was born in the 17th century, during a time where the Oyo Empire was ruled by the Bashanuns. The throne of the Alafin was vacant after the previous king, Alafin or Sinyago, was poisoned. During the 17th century, the Oyo Empire suffered a string of cruel, spiteful, and downright diabolical kings. From Alafin or Dawaru, the short-tempered king whose temper was said to have put the empire in conflict with other nations. Alafin Odawaru was succeeded by Alafin Koran, the tyrant who sought glory in war. Alafin Koran was succeeded by Alafin Jain, the immoral, a man who indulged himself in all the world's pleasure. Alafin Jain was succeeded by Alafin Ayibi, the cruel, a man who took pleasure in his subject's pain. And finally, Alafin Ayibi was succeeded by Alafin Osinyago, the insignificant and hollow. To be honest, that last one kind of sounded like an insult. Gao was born into a noble family. He was the son of Basharu Yamba, a man with influence in the political landscape of the Oyo Empire. And in his early career before he earned the title of Basharu, he was a military leader under Alafin Beru, whose reign lasted from 1732 to 1738. He also served under Alafin Amuniwai, whose reign lasted from 1738 to 1742. And finally, Alafin Onishile, whose reign lasted from 1732 to 1750. During this time, Ga was instrumental in many conquests carried out by the Oyo Empire and in turn gained notoriety and power within the empire. Ga was appointed as Bashorun under Alafi Onishile. Onishile was a brave and adventurous king. He was said to be creative and artistic, but sadly, Onishile met his tragic end after he was struck by lightning and was left incapacitated. He was later euthanized and allowed to die peacefully. Gar's era of terror began when the crown prince Labisi was being prepared for the throne. Gar saw this as an opportunity to seize the throne. Labisi became Alafi in the year 1750 and his reign only lasted for 15 days after which he committed suicide. God manipulated the young king into thinking that his close friends were conspiring against him and his throne, which led Labisi to kill all his friends and their family. After Labisi realized what he had done, he took his own life to atone for his sins.
Labisi was succeeded by Alafi and Wabiyuju, but Awobiyuju's reign did not last more than 133 days. Alafi and Wabiyuju refused to prostrate before God, and he paid dearly with his life. Awobiyuju was succeeded by Alafi Agbuluaje, who was installed by God himself. Agbuluaje was said to be very handsome. But sadly, Agbuluaje took his own life after Gar made him fight the king of Popo, who was his close friend. This battle ended up destroying the kingdom of Popo, and Agbuluaje took his own life before the soldiers returned from their expedition. His reign lasted from 1750 to 1770. Agbuluaje was succeeded by his brother Majiogbe. Majiogbe was a very cautious man. He was careful with the way he dealt with Gar, but sadly for him, Gar was at the peak of his power. Gar had stationed his sons at every corner of the empire, and they collected all the tributes that was meant for the Alafi for themselves. This greatly angered the Alafi, and he tried to poison Gar, but the poison was ineffective. Although it left Gar disabled, after his failed assassination attempt on the Bashar, Alafi Majiogbe was living in constant fear of his life, and rightfully so. Majiogbe was killed by Bashar Gar through the use of black magic. He was said to have died extremely frustrated. His reign lasted from 1770 to 1772. Majiogbe was succeeded by Alafi Abiodun. Abiodun was a man of great intelligence and patience. He knew about Gar, his reputation, and his connection with the previous kings, and he was fine with waiting for the right time to challenge the Bashar. But this patience came at a great cost. Gar, in effort to strengthen his reign and power, decided to use dark magic to increase his lifespan. And for that, he needed a human sacrifice. The Bashar thought the Alafin's only daughter would be a great candidate for the sacrifice. This greatly angered Alafin Abiodun. The Alafin formulated a plan to end Gar's reign once and for all. He dressed as a commoner so he could visit the head of the Imperial Army of Oyo without attracting any attention to himself. He held a meeting with him. Alongside the Are or Ono Kakanfo and Oyibi from Ajaseland, he asked for their help in ending the reign of Gar. In 1774, the Imperial Army marched into Gar's compound, accompanied by an angry mob. The army and the mob laid waste to everything in sight. They killed all of Gar's wife and his children. Only his eldest son was able to escape with his life. As for Gar, he was captured alive. Abiodun ordered the soldiers to tie him to a pole at Akeso Market. He then instructed everyone present to cut a pound of flesh from Gar's body and burn it in front of him. His nose was not to be cut off, so Gar could smell his own flesh burning. And no one was allowed to cut from his chest, so that his suffering could be prolonged. 
As his flesh was being cut from his body, Gar pleaded in pain, but his plight fell on deaf ears. This process was repeated till all that was left of Gar was his bones, and even those were thrown into the fire. The death of Gar secured Allah in Abiodun's reign, and it brought about an era of peace. Allah in Abiodun ruled from 1772 to 1789. There is a popular saying in Yoruba, Biobalaya Koshika, Bioroti Kuga Koshuto. If you are brave, you can dabble in evil, but remember the death of God and mend your ways. This has been the Oracle. Thanks for listening.